What's up, guys? It is Hot Take Without the Hot Take here, Ew. and welcome back to another Tuesday, Tuesday, oh, well. Tuesday episode. Life gets busy, so yeah. we're gonna be flexible with our twice a week business. It's not yeah. always gonna be a perfect science, but we're here. But we are here. Um, let's get straight into it now. Phil Mickelson has been erased. Well, now I did. I had no idea that this happened. Not erased, but long story short, he's because Saudi Arabia's gotten involved. With the idea of having, you know, sort of a foot into the golfing community to get big names out there to, you know, to show up and make appearances. Phil Mickelson had said some things about and made some very clear indications about their human rights issues. And so that kind of upset golf a little bit because there's a lot of money at stake. And he had to... Uh, double down, walk back, whatever you think. Had to basically walk back and say, you know. But it wasn't enough. It was some of it. He's lost. I think ultimately he's lost a little bit of uh, sponsorship opportunities with oh, golfing God. and stuff. So this is another situation of where you know sometimes speaking out isn't always the best. Yeah, situation for the athlete, but like he's not I mean, wrong. He's not he's wrong. wrong. No, he's not wrong at all. You can't Sa- say he's wrong. No, he's not wrong at all. Saudi Arabia. Um, Saudi Arabia have done have committed human rights violations, right. so he's not wrong at all. But it's just that he's putting his personal um, personal gain at stake, which I applaud him for. Yes. But and I think most people with a functioning brain can applaud him for. But it's it still doesn't suck less for him. But I don't know if he could have if he had doubled down on his statement, then yeah. I think it would have been more ah. ah like, efficable, yeah. but um, the fact that he had to walk it back yeah, when he so realized... what he said apparently was, I guess it's a, p- a proposed new league. Apparently his words were uh, that the idea of the Saudis getting involved would be a scary mother bleeper to get involved in. So, <laughs> you know, again, it's, it's those situations where it's the human rights issues, and we've seen that already from other countries... Particularly a country like Saudi Arabia that's loaded. I mean, uh, I mean, you look at Qatar as well. They're hosting the World Cup this year, later, later this year because in in um, Ju- July and June it's way too hot. Of course, but they it, it was corrupt. Obviously, that was rigged. But they've committed human rights violations. I mean, the people have built those stadiums. There's people dying. Of course, building there those, is. those of stadiums. Course. Of course. So I mean, I think that it's. Unfortunate that you can, you know, it's trying to find that balance. Speaking out freely against something at the same time, you're, you know, you're the face, you're the one of the bigger faces within the golfing community. So moving on. Uh, TB to SF. This mm. has been the sort of rolling thing, you know. Yeah, I Tom mean, Brady to go to San Francisco. No, I don't see it happening. I think he's done. <laughs> I think he's done permanently. What's he got to prove? What has he got to prove? Breaking Joe Montana's records over there? No. He hasn't got anything to prove. He's 45. He's got seven of them things. Almost 45. But despite, even though, yeah, I agree. I just, I think this is all just conjecture and rumor and a a way to sort of say, well, you know, Tom Brady grew up there. He grew up a San Francisco 49ers fan. He was, Mm -hmm. you know, he was this, he was a young little boy when he watched the 49ers beat the Cowboys in the NFC Championship back in 1980. All those things come into play. I don't believe any of it. I absolutely believe that Jimmy Garoppolo will be back at the 49ers. 
I don't think they're. I don't think Trey Lance is ready to be the That's starter, right. and so I can just see them going. Well, why do, why are we wasting time on this? And I just don't see Tom Brady. No, they're not. He's, he's happy. He's, why would he they be happy collecting his money? Yeah, he's gonna. He should be happy. He'll probably be he should in, be able to put his rings on his. Not just his hands. He can put it on his toes. Yeah. He can look at his stare at his rings going, how awesome is this? He'll probably he'll probably be in the broadcast booth along with Drew Brees in, in a little bit of time. No, he won't. All right. <laughs> Matt Nagy is back in Kansas City. Matt Nagy, yeah. your favorite person. Well, at least. Matt Nagy, your favorite person. Uh, this, this I'm not He's too. your favorite guy yeah, in the whole he is. world. But at least this one I'm not too mad about because of the fact that he'll be in his strengths. And he, he won't have it's to delegate. Whoa! Wait a minute. Hang on. Let me just catch myself here. Yeah. You just said Matt Nagy and strengths in the same sentence. I did. How many years you, you were just? Let, time let you, me just <laughs> let me just say before he before after before um the double doink he was a he <laughs> that broke him it, the yeah. double doink broke him the double doink broke him um he was a good coach <laughs> he he did well wow. offensively. But I mean, I guess Andy just said, "Come on back." Come all they on. needed Andy was all the Bears needed was a good offense. They already had an amazing defense, and trading for Khalil Mack made that defense even tougher. Yeah. So, and they went twelve and four, and could have won a playoff game. Yeah. So, I feel like he's he can, with Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, with with Mitch Trubisky. Oh, wow. So, even though his flaws were in that wild card game, I feel like. He he started at Kansas City. He turned that offense. We know that. Yeah. Into so what it he is. He comes back. Eric Bieniemy gets extended yep. for one more year. Well, is he going to find a job at the end of this year? Of the next year? Who knows? Maybe. But if it was, I think. That, but I think this year for Eric Bieniemy was never say, it was was do or die for a head coaching job because there were so many vacancies. All oh. right, moving on. Celtic no uh, Garden's debut debut. So, this is Harden. Harden. Harden well, you put Garden. Well, Harden's debut. All right. So he had, He's a, had two games. Yes, he so has far. had two games. That one-two punch looks scary. It looks that of him and Embiid looks scary. Really, like when he allows Embiid to do his thing even better, even better. So he scored twenty-seven points in his first game, and that yep. was against the Timberwolves, and he scored. I don't know how many points against the Knicks and I don't even go far. <laughs> Both teams he's played against, it's whatever. It's the Knicks and the Timberwolves. They aren't top-notch talent here. Yeah, but I feel like with the addition of Harden, I think I think we have to start considering the 76ers as a legitimate threat in the Eastern Conference. Okay. Because, well, yeah. like, if you think about that one-two punch, Embiid, when uh, defense is zero in on Embiid mm-hmm. or Harden, they have to worry about the other. Yeah. And then, if you worry about both, well, who who else are you going to take on? Danny Green? Matisse okay. Thibel? Okay. So they've got depth. They've Tyrese Maxey. So, I'm going to stay with that. I think that it makes it puts the Sixers' chances up there. Yeah. But they still have to go through two roads. And that is Miami and that is Milwaukee. And, and I still say that... They, and also, the, the, road big, goes the big road yeah, that is Doc Rivers. And also the Bulls. So, I mean, let's not count them out yeah. either. So, yeah, and look, there's there's demons to exercise yeah. on this Texas Oh, team. hell yeah. Doc we- Rivers is going to bed, just looking at the calendar going, we're getting closer to finals. Let's see if we can, let's Playoffs. see if I can, yeah. let's, see if, uh, let's see if I can break this jinx of, of me. Three to one. But 
I guess it's a still a wait and see approach because, you know, yes, it looks good so far. You hope that the Sixers can get there. I don't think it's this year, but you know, James James Harden is running out of options. Yeah, he can't keep storming off every time things don't work out and go somewhere else. Yeah, he's you know this is his like this is it. Yeah, you know he had a hissy fit left Houston, had a hissy fit left Brooklyn, and now he's here now. Mm-hmm. So he needs to smarten up and play the game if he wants to win. You have two guys left of this three-headed monster, right? Yeah. You have Kevin Durant, who decided to go to Warriors, get his championship. Yep. And, and now he wants Harden and Westbrook wandering around, waiting, chasing this ring. So yep. you hope for his sake, for James Harden's sake, that it, it works out. Celtics are on fire recently. They have been the hottest team hot, in hot, the hot, league. Hot, 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 They've hot, been hot, absolutely hot, fantastic. Hot, hot. I, I think a couple of things. A lot of people have been saying, oh, they should trade Jalen Brown. This is why you don't trade Jalen Brown. No, they were talking early in the season. It's, 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 it's a long season. Yeah. People forget it's 82 games. Yeah. It's a long this season. Is, this is so why. For the first half of the season, that's all they were talking about. This is they why. Wanted, people wanted Brad Stevens' head on a platter. They said, why you go, how'd you leave to go to front office? M.A. Udoko as a coach, no good. You know, Tatum. Tatum and Brown can't coexist together. They needed depth, and the depth has stepped up in a big way. Yep. You got Peyton Pritchard breaking out as one of one of their key contributors. Mm-hmm. Robert Williams starting to develop into one of the better centers in the league. Like good, they, good old Al Horford. Al Horford fold. somehow, at his, even at his age, is starting to is starting steady to regain out. that form. He's steady Al. They've got pieces, but. Can they assemble a full puzzle in a dense Eastern Conference this year? I'm not sure, but it looks good right now. And this is why this is games. this is why you don't trade Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum because Jalen Brown is a piece that should be coveted. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Yeah, and Jason Tatum is also a is a franchise player. Yeah. So what do you, I've I said it. Jalen Brown will provide a lot more value to the Celtics than they could get in a trade. So I would look, as it stands, the Celtics, if the season were to end today, they sit in the sixth seed. Yep. Right? Who would they have to They burst? would have to face the 76ers, which I think that would be a juicy series. So, do I think... No, they, wait, it's 1-6 well, because of the plan. 1-6 for the plan. So, so that means they would, one, the heat. would play the Heat. So, sorry about that. So, you're right. Um, that's a, That's... Interesting series. I don't know how that would all play out for the Celtics, but again, you know, are they going to go any higher than six? Probably not. I would say. Oh well, if a couple of teams start to slip up, maybe, maybe. Maybe. If it's hard, all the all it needs is a couple of games. Uh uh Yep, you go. All right, let me see what the next topic is that we're looking at. Uh, Kyrie could play back at home. Okay, so there's been talks of the new, uh, with the new mayor, mayor. of New York. What's his name? Eric again? Adams. Eric Adams. He is thinking of rolling back the no. vaccine. <laughs> no? Eric Adams, it was murmured about this, but it, it's reported, it's come out reportedly that Eric Adams is not going to do that. Wow. Uh, he's basically saying, well, he can't do it for one person. Yeah. I.e. Kyrie. So, so right now, as it stands... Right now, it's, as it stands, you have to but be vaccinated. There, but there's been talks that um, if the numbers in New York stay at the current or start to dip even lower, the key to uh, the key to NYC could well, look, start to be rolled Eric back. Eric Adams is a Brooklyn guy. Yeah, you know that's where he's got to start before he's mayor. So there's some level of you know 
you know, maybe some greasing of elbows to get him get to move the needle towards the opportunity for Kyrie to play. Of course, there but is. this is why they got Gordon Dragic, so they can get a backup point guard because Kyrie won't be available. Well, they also have the Patty series. Mills who can start at home. Right, but again, this speaks to the to the issue and the problem and the hassle that is Kyrie Irving. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, whatever happens with the rest of the season, the Nets have sort of. You know, limping their way, and they might yeah. just not even. They're going to be in the play-in, yeah. so they're limping their way in. And I don't know what's going to happen at the well, end. Well, when, when when and if BS comes back, they could be a force once BS comes back. But moving on, the Lakers have hit rock bottom, you losing, can't hit rock losing. Bottom. If there, I, there if, is no rock. If there bottom. was, this is. I think this is the. I this, take pleasure in this. This is the nadir. This is the nadir for the Lakers. Yeah. You're losing to one of the best, one of the worst, worst, the worst, worst teams the in best. the league this year in terms of talent and in terms of record. Mm-hmm. They were down by 30 at one point Over to the Pelicans. Well, this is the factor here that you need to take into account. Yeah, The Pelicans are right behind the Lakers as far as record goes and as far as trying to get into the play-in. They made a move. And they're better with C.J. McCollum yeah. and Brandon Ingram. So you can say the Pelicans were the ones that made the moves. Of course we know the Lakers couldn't make a move. We talked about this. Their hand, they, were, they were completely stymied. They couldn't make a move. Yeah. But they look, they look as if I could gather up a group of guys, right, including my man, Rob the Boy Monroy, mm-hmm. and a few guys in the old neighborhood, and take on the Lakers and probably win. We'd have problems with LeBron, that's for sure. Because LeBron James was the only shining. He scored over 30 points, but the Boo Birds came out. And yep. that is the key factor and, here. And you had Genie. And Bitcoin and, Arena. You, you, Genie Buss got up and walked No, away. it's never going to be Crypto Arena to me. Crypto. It's always the Staples Center. Oh, it's Crypto. It's always Crypto. Staples Bitcoin. Center to me. But you had Genie Buss on the sideline also frustrated. Beside herself. I, I don't blame her. There's look, nothing to do. Look, at the, look at the utter trash that is in that state, in, in that arena right now. Do you really think... There is no... The problem with the Lakers is they don't... Again, we talked about it. There's no defense. They can't. There's a matador defense. Ole, ole. They can't defend. You have a defensive coach, and they can't defend. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. In the offseason, when they got all these veteran guys, I was like to myself... It just seems like they're these veteran guys are joining the Lakers expecting a ring to just be brought by a stock and dropped for them. Mm-hmm. And it seems that way even more now. Well, I, I, there is I, no hope for I, I thought that during the early part of the season, and now I can confirm it. The Lakers right now are a bunch of old, old washed-up NBA vets just expecting, the Larry, expecting the Larry O'Brien to drop down from the well, sky for they them. They are currently ninth. So they are five. They're inching their way closer to getting. And even if they get, who are they going to face in the play-in, though? Who? Well, who cares at this point? They're they're doomed. Even if they get past the play-in, who are they going to first in in the first round? Golden who who are they going to first in the first round? Golden, Golden State. State? Yeah. yeah, you getting swept. I don't care. You getting swept by Curry and Co. All right. The return of Markel Fultz. I don't know if this is news. At least he can actually play basketball. I think most NBA fans are actually happy that he can play. Thank goodness for him. Because this dude has been through so much in his career. First, uh, first, a mysterious shoulder injury, which stymied his ability to even shoot the basketball. And the the yips. Yep. was doing a bit of a... The yips. It was apparently a thought, like... 
apparently thyroid, thyroid issue, issue yeah. and he he couldn't shoot. He couldn't do anything with the bat. He couldn't do anything with the basketball. No. And then he gets traded to the Magic for when the 76ers get back a decent return for him <laughs> and he actually starts to play well. But then gets injured. But then gets an ACL injury. So he's coming back. And now week. he's back. He put up 10 points, which is encouraging. Mm-hmm. It's encouraging. I'm still hopeful for Markel Fultz. The I'm I really am. And it's it's like it's really saddening to see talent like that go down for stuff they just can't control. And I, I really like Mark Fultz. I think he can be a good guard in this league. I hope he can at least be a starter in well, this league. you know what? For starters, well, for starters, he's in Orlando, so anything's possible. That team's a shambles. Yeah. So you don't know, you know, there's so many guards on that team, you don't know where to start. So at least he's getting a chance to get back on the court and play. Uh, that's a good sign, but it's it's the magic. It, it does nothing to... Move anybody? Yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, Draymond back to practice. This is a big piece for Golden State. Huge piece. His back's been bugging him. I feel like without Dray, with with they are they don't have a chance in the playoffs if they don't have Draymond Green at full strength. They don't. You can see it now. Yeah, they lost the Golden State. The Warriors lost to the Mavericks the other night, and you can see Draymond's lack of presence. He's a great defender. He doesn't need the ball to do anything with it. You know what I'm saying? He can yeah. score, but he doesn't need the ball. It's his defense. It's his setting the screens. You know, his, the, the passing. He is, He's got every all the assets that he needs he, to help along the shooters. Draymond Green, in my opinion, is the greatest spark plug to ever play in the NBA. Hmm. That spark plug is what every championship team craves. Of course. What every championship team needs. So they need him healthy for the playoffs because... You know, that's the thing that they've been missing off yeah. this whole entire situation is Draymond not being there, dishing off, getting those passes to the shooters. Uh, it's going to be interesting when he comes back to see again who has to sit down. Because, again, Clay Thompson came back. Other players had to sit down. So, you know, Draymond Green comes back. That means less time for other guys. Most play. likely less, a bit I less time. Uh, probably a bit less time for Jonathan Kuminga. But... Moving on, a uh, bit of football. Menu draws with Watford, and I'm. What's up with that? I I, I couldn't That's tell you. That's weird. I could not tell you. I could not like, tell. This Wat Watford has had like three managers in the past two seasons. Maybe even maybe even four with how dysfunctional they are, and I don't. Ronaldo Ronaldo is playing horribly. I, I have to admit it. He you is didn't com- say it last it, time. Last time he said he was playing all right. He's, 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 well, he you know. broke it. No, I didn't. He broke a goal drought. That's what I said. Oh, okay. But his confidence is shot. And most of the team's confidence is shot. Hmm. Ralph Ragnick, it's a bit better than it was un, uh, than under Ole. But Ralph Ragnick is building something. But it's not it going to. Late. It's not going to be here this season. No. And they are they. It's more points dropped in the race for Champions League spots. It's more points dropped, and they United need to be in the Champions League. It's as simple as that. If they don't make the Champions League, it's a failure. They're not winning the winning the, winning Jack this year. Mm-hmm. They're not winning a trophy. They need to be in the Champions League. Well, uh, speaking yeah. of winning things, uh, Liverpool recent uh, ju- like literally yesterday won won the EFL Cup. Um, it. 
the EFL Cup, the little baby brother to the FA Cup. Uh-huh. 11 10 on penalties. It was a intense, intense game. Oh, well. All right, moving on. I'll do the next yep. one. Uh, next story here is uh, Alex Ovechkin says no more war. So Now, this is surprising. All happening. This is uh, a war okay. right now. So, um, I didn't think we were going to speak about this. So, obviously, everyone knows what's going on in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. We, um, we uh, to those of our listeners who are Ukrainian or have Ukraine descent, we are thinking of you uh, in these times. But I, this is surprising coming from Ovi because he's had strong ties to Putin. He's like, he has uh, been very close with him. But the fact that I've heard him speaking about this is brave because if you look at uh, last season, uh, Artemi Panarin is pretty outspoken in his dislike of Putin. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he was open about that, um, his old coach from the Latvian Hockey League mm-hmm. spread a rumor that he had punched a girl okay. at a bar okay. 10 years prior okay. and he took a leave of absence. Okay. And that was why. So it's really, it's it's a brave, brave move well, for I, it, Ovechkin. It's not just Ovechkin, it's, it, it's him and other Russian players who, who make, make up a lot of the NHL. Yeah. You know, and are now you know, you know, playing on mostly you know U.S. teams over there. Yeah. And you know, there's going to be a certain level of backlash. Yeah. So it's about trying to stem that tide of, you know, resentment and hatred towards you know players who don't. Believe they may be, and they may be across the Atlantic Ocean, but man, man, Russia has a lot of influence, especially on athletes well, across the globe. So the IFL has. Done more. The International Hockey Federation has banned Belarus and has banned Russia because Belarus obviously been working alongside Russia, long yep. operation. So it's a, it is a brave move, and it's just saying you know we don't I don't want that, and so the NHL is condemning it, and it's it's sports in general, you know, reacting to these, but, and, these scary times. And FIFA has also taken steps Absolutely. that way. They banned, uh, they've suspended Russia from international play. Mm-hmm. They. Uh, a World Cup qualifier that was supposed yep. to be played against Poland was canceled. Yep. Yep. Uh, Spartak Moscow, one of Russia's yep. biggest clubs, was yep. uh, suspended from the Europa League. So, so I guess they'll have to watch Vladimir skate with his uh, other cronies. Yeah, and but they this, watch is, sports. this is a this the sports world is reacting to this, and we'll keep you updated. But yep. moving on, Derek Jeter steps down. He's down, this, baby. This must be. I do not want to be part of this. Team anymore. After uh, you know, Derek Jeter, in my opinion, is probably like the worst. Uh, probably, probably one of one of the worst cases of avariciousness I've ever seen in baseball. One of the worst because he took over. It, it was either a, when Miami was sold by a horrible owner in Jeffrey Loria. It was either two choices. A a George Moss, a local businessman who would try to repair the damaged relationship between the Marlins and the city, or Derek Jeter. And it was Derek Jeter. And what did he decide to do? I don't know. Blow up the entire team to pay outstanding debts. Oh, wow. Again. That was the fourth time in 20 years that the Marlins have blown up their core. Oh. Again. And you expect to maintain some type of goodwill with the fans? No. He... They wanted him out. They wanted him robo-speared into into Cuba. Okay. So let's let's just... Easy. Okay. Take a deep breath. I'm going to counterpoint this. I'm going to say that it's at the end of the day, it doesn't hurt Derek Jeter. 
he's he's sleeping in money. Yeah. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if the Yankees reach out and say, "Hey, you're our guy. You're the captain, Derek Jeter. Yeah. Come here, be part of this." And I think in, in with with Miami or Florida, what are you going to call them? The Marlins. They're a bad franchise that was poorly managed, and he walked into a crap storm and had to manage it somehow. And that's, well, they blew, unfortunately they blew up the young core. Well, they, to, but they also had to get rid of guys who they couldn't afford. They couldn't afford Stanton. He, yeah. I mean, Jeter just came in and Stanton was leaving. So he well, had to go. Stanton had an opt-out clause. He was going to get. He right. was going to leave so, anyway. And then he traded him for pennies on the dollar to the Yankees. Well, are the, you know, it's big market versus small market. You know, for Derek Jeter, it's no skin off his teeth. It doesn't tarnish his reputation. But you know what? It does tarnish, further tarnishes the relationship between the Marlins and the city. And no one was showing up in the 2018 season because nobody cared because the team blew it up again. No one cares about the Marlins. And no, no one, one cares about them. And no one cares about baseball right now because talks are still continuing. Oh, yeah. It's still going on. And just look at the next story. I think that's the next story we're talking about. Yep. Well, yeah, I think I think the dread deadline is passed. There was a deadline put by the owners to say make yeah. a decision at midnight. Otherwise, we're going to start canceling games. I feel like I honestly feel like the the executives right now are just locking the, the locking the players' union into a corner and say you have to make a decision. And this is unfortunately this is what you get. You ask for minimum salaries to raise. They want a fourteen play. 14-team playoff game, and yeah, and they want to furlough more minors. Honestly, honest to God, I don't, I'm not in one camp or the other. Yeah. I'm not in one camp or the other. You have the owners who have lots of money and want what they want, and you have the players who are earning a lot of money. I'm not saying all players are earning not, money. Not all players. There's a saying, lot of players who are that. not I earning a lot of money. Right. But there are a lot of players who are earning money, and some aren't. But... The fans, unfortunately, are the ones who have to pay the price. And yeah. if they're going to cancel the season, they're already losing games now, that'll be the death knell. I think that will be it. Yeah. I think no matter when baseball decides to come back, fans won't come back either because this is a different, as I said last time, this is a different landscape from 94. Yeah. Life has changed since 94. There are a lot of other things that people can be doing besides watching baseball. Here's the thing, and I agree with you. I said that last week. Baseball has continually gone through embarrassment after embarrassment, especially the, especially this past season. It's pushing fans further away from the game. Of course it is. Especially the new generation, which they want to attract with big stars like Shohei Otani and Fernando Tatis. Well, but, just think about every single time you hear these big contracts. At the end of the day, the fans are the ones who are paying the concessions. They're yeah. paying the wages. They're paying everything. It doesn't look good. But it also is revenue sharing and, and from corporate sponsors and TV broadcasting. All right. A couple of happy birthdays. Happy birthday, Luka Doncic, the a wo- late belated D. The wonder kid. The wonder kid yep. of Dallas. The the guy that, you know, is is who they are. Their franchise. With. And they've made some deals. They picked up. They look better. They picked up Dimwitty. They picked up Bertans. And they look better. And they look better. They look like a team that's better. They're right now... Ten games over five hundred in the fifth seed in the West. I don't think it's going to creep any further than that. But but they're a good team and their boogeyman is the first round. 
The boogeyman's always the first round, so you wonder if they can get past that first round. But and if it's against the Clippers, that's even more of a boogeyman. But happy birthday! You know, the biggest birthday present would have been when Michael Jordan came up and gave him dap and hugs. So MJ loves him some Luca, and so you know, happy birthday to Luca. Who doesn't love them some Luca? Yeah. Uh, Paul, happy birthday, Paul O'Neill, former Yankee great, now a broadcaster with the with their. He's been broadcasting with them for twenty years. Uh, he turns 59, just turned 59. Uh, four-time World Series champion with the Yankees before then. Yep. One with the Reds in 1990 as an outfielder. Wow, that was a, that was the last time the Reds. That was the last even, time the Reds. They went. haven't even done anything relevant no, since then. No, no, no. But, uh, you know, Paul O'Neill went to the New York and, you know, became a fan favorite. And they're retiring his number. So the Yankees decided we're going to go one up on the Celtics by retiring one extra number. So they're retiring his number. There are people out there going, Paul O'Neill retiring his number? But the Mets haven't even retired Keith Hernandez's yet, and they're going to do that this season. But yeah. I can't compare. It's the Yankees and Mets. It's Yankees the Yankees been, and Yankees Mets. Yankees have been in, in, in play a lot longer than the Mets. All right. That's, I think that's, that's it. our show for this Tuesday. <laughs> um, if you're coming from TikTok, welcome. Welcome. We, we do this thing every Whenever, it's twice, twice a week. Twice now. a week. We're going to be flexible with the days, I think. But, yeah, so that's going to be our show for this week. we got a lot more coming. More NBA playoff push. More, uh, we're going to have some draft analysis coming mm-hmm. soon. Of and We might have a mock draft in the works. Mm. Maybe. What, uh, NFL? Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, not, it's just the top ten, possibly. But uh, we'll also have more NHL playoff push coming. Mm-hmm. Stanley Cup playoffs. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. And we also we also have more more updates uh, for pretty much everything. So stick around, and we'll see you on Friday. Ciao.